Hey, welcome back to the Daily Blend Show, episode number 19 with me, Reed Daly. Today is January 15th, 2021, and this is the Friday Top 5. If you're new around here, the way this works is the Friday Top 5 is five stories I thought were interesting, notable, or culturally significant. I give a little overview and then jump into why it mattered. This episode and all other episodes is available on such great platforms as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, and of course, dailyblend.com. With all that said, let's jump into the show. The first story comes in on Pinterest and Pinterest business to be more specific. And before I jump into the story, I'm going to sort of set this up in terms of my thoughts of Pinterest. So when I think about social networks, I think about LinkedIn, I think about Instagram, I think about Twitter and Facebook. And Pinterest for me had historically been sort of that like fifth outlier. And more recently, I started turning to it for ideas of things to do around my house, for activities and games for my kid, uh, how to decorate, you know, or put together a place setting. And I've actually started to really enjoy it. And I think it's a, it's an interesting visual way to pull together ideas. And it turns out that I'm not the only one who likes it. There are millions of other people. And I'm sort of laughing about this just because I'm late to the game here. And I found this great little uh, write-up from Pinterest's uh, business about you know trend reports and something I just didn't think about in terms of how individuals are searching for things and the fact that Pinterest has a massive amount of data about where you live, uh, your demographics, probably how old you are, and they're able to see you know the trends of things that you're searching for and tagging. And you know a link to the report. Uh, both on dailyblend.com and in the show notes. In fact, we'll link all of the the uh, the articles mentioned in this episode in the show notes. And it's really cool just to see like, you know, what are some of their, their recommendations and findings of, of what they think 2021 is going to hold for individuals. And, you know, if you want to go and buy, you know, future predictions, obviously, you know, Pinterest business is there uh, for you if you want that that capability. But it's just a, it's a great read in terms of just seeing how we can use images and pulling that information together and look for trend analysis. Story number two comes in from Digiday. It's talking about fashion brands are abandoning traditional org charts in favor of fluid teams. And, you know, I find this really interesting, the fact that, you know, fashion brands are almost taking the approach that, you know, I've seen more uh, with software and software projects where it's saying, you know, we've got a challenge or a specific thing that we need to address and let's bring a group of people together. Let's solve that problem and then move on. And it's kind of like you have an overarching project manager, if you will, looking to the end-to-end value chain and you're bringing key people together at different uh, stages of that value chain. And, you know, what I think is going to be more interesting after the pandemic is the fact that you're going to have a lot of independent agents who are, uh, you know, more interested in doing what they're good at and servicing a variety of different, um, you know, businesses or, or groups, if you will, and saying, hey, I'm really good at this specific thing. Call me when you need this and I'll move on to my next project because I want to be the best or really good at something and I think I can create the most value. So, you know, as we look at other industries that sort of will leverage this software model uh, from an org chart standpoint of, of having a fluid team, 
uh, I'll be interested to see who else or what other industries jump into this approach for org design. So the third story comes in about alternative forms of transportation. And when you hear me say that, you're probably thinking I'm about to talk about some new electric scooter or bike or car, and I'm actually going in the completely opposite direction, and I want to talk about trains. That's right. You heard me, trains. And if you've ever followed me on Instagram, you know that I'm a massive fan of trains as a transport, which I find ironic because I normally jump on planes for work, and since COVID, everyone's been grounded. So I'm desperately missing sort of that mass transport, and I've always loved trains. Growing up on the East Coast, I had the opportunity to use New Jersey Transit, and now that I live in Chicago, you know, if I need to go downtown, I'm so fortunate that I get to walk a couple blocks and get on a train. And I just love the train experience. I love the fact of these old, you know, beautiful train stations at local towns as well as like the main sort of hubs. And what I find is the best part about trains is just the ease of going on a train. You know, when you go to take a flight, you've got to get in a car, you've got to get to the airport, you've got to go through security, then you wait on your plane, your plane is delayed because of weather. I just feel like when you take a train, the process is just easier, right? It's it's just more seamless. And, you know, I, I think I've watched, you know, the latest James Bond movie too many times, and I desperately want to take a train overnight and get dressed up in a tuxedo and have a pretty spectacular meal. But regardless, if you want to do overnight uh, trips or just longer trips, I highly recommend checking out Travel and Leisure's website for great trips on trains and also just go and get on a train. Uh, you know, if you're not comfortable now during COVID, as soon as COVID ends and try it as an alternative uh, mode of transportation, you will never want to get on a plane after you've been on a train. It's just better. Our next story comes in from Gear Patrol, and it's a highlight of 12 apps and services to use on your phone to get fit in 2021. And what I always thought was interesting when I used to be a big uh, go-to-classes guy is how packed classes became on Jan 1 and then again right around summertime where people were like, gosh, I totally missed working out and now I need to cut this weight. And, you know, a new year is often a new me for many people. And, you know, gyms are closed in certain places. So you've got a lot of new apps and services coming to market. I use the Peloton app. I think it's great. I've started to use it outside for outside runs, which is a new thing for me. And I'm starting to like some of that content. But, you know, this article highlights other services. The one I'm most interested in is Apple Fitness Plus. And just kind of curious as to the type of classes, the number of classes, and what's the tone. You know, I think with Peloton, it's, you know, hoorah and Peloton one, and we're all here together and you can do this. And, you know, sometimes I really like that. And sometimes I'm like, oh, just play the music and, and tell me to move faster. So I'll be curious what folks uh, think about the Apple Fitness Plus app and some of the other apps that they've listed here. If you have an app or service that you're really liking, please uh, send me a tweet at Reed Daily. I'm curious to hear which ones you like. Story number four was about getting fit. Then story number five is about what you put in your body. And I've been looking for better meal uh, selection. You know, I think I, like many people, have been in COVID 
cooking the same stuff and I'm pretty bored of it, but I'm also sort of mindful of, you know, what I put in my body. You know, there's always the balance between calorie intake uh, and for me, alcohol and wine. And I've been looking for a diet that really focuses on no sugar or less sugar. And so this one by Sarah Smith really highlights how you can eliminate those bad sugars. And it's, and I think, you know, my takeaway from her article was not to say that it's just stop all sugar, but, you know, just be mindful of the types of sugar, um, that not all sugar is created equally, and trying to eliminate or scale back as much as possible. And some of the things that were called out, um, I had never seen or, or, or really knew that they were that rich in sugar or so comprised of sugar. So I thought it was really helpful for me. I think my goal for Q1 is to do better at meal planning. Thus far, I've been pretty good at it. I sort of plan out my meals, not necessarily that I cook everything on Sunday, but I think through the most of the meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the week. And the one thing I will tell you that's helped me is I've got a couple staples of meals where certain things are always going to happen. So like Friday night, I always do pizza night. Saturday is sort of that like heavy menu, a lot of recipes. I go into my Rachel Ray cookbook, Anthony Bourdain cookbook. These are things that take a long time, whereas like Monday and Tuesday is much more simple meals that are either pre-made or just easier to cook. But if you've got any other, you know, uh, playbooks for cooking simple meals that taste great, let me know. I'm always curious. In keeping with tradition of the Friday Top 5 of having at least one extra story or a couple extra things, I wanted to highlight that after much hard work with the team at GoDaddy and Apple, we finally fixed the Daily Blend podcast. So if you think about it, the Daily Blend show is like Q&A and talking. The Daily Blend podcast is more electronic or house music, however you want to classify that. We've been running that show for about 10 years. We're over 130 episodes available. And I try to jump around a little bit. So going for more melodic stuff to more tech house, sometimes even into, you know, bigger room things. It just really depends my mood. The other thing is if you haven't checked us out, every Monday we put out at least one artist that we're excited about and we call that the Music Monday. And it's, you know, I think we've had country artists, we've had electronic artists, we've had um, you know, rock and roll artists. It's really just great music for any time of the day, uh, good background music. I highly recommend going and checking that out at dailyblend.com. And with all that said, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe Daily Blend. You can find me at Reed Daily on Twitter and Instagram. And enjoy your weekend and catch you on the next show.